I think the two most realistic candidates to be Texas A&M's next head football coach are the ones that excite me the least. You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome on in to Locked On Aggies. I'm your host, Andrew Stefaniak. Thanks for making Locked On Aggies your first listen every single day. We are your team every day over here at Locked On Aggies. Prize Picks is the title sponsor of today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for first deposit match up to $100. Daily fantasy sports made easy. So, Got a fun idea for today. Going to kind of run through three different categories of head coach candidates for this Texas A&M job. I've got ones I'm not excited about, ones I'm excited about, and then I've got excited, home run higher, but unrealistic. So we're going to run through the three categories, and, and we're going to start with the not excited category. And my early thought here is this. The two guys that I think you could argue, you know, are the top candidates for this job, just based off everything I've seen, you know, obviously, you know, I'm not in the meetings. Most of the people that write about this aren't in the meetings, but based off just the vibe, I think Jeff Trailer and Mike Elko are the two, you know, I'd say leading candidates for this job. And we've talked about it. I mean, I know Jeff Trailer. Uh, you know, Mike Elko's been at AM. He's he's been to DC. I mean, I, you know, we know there's the connection there. We know he can recruit in the SEC. Jeff Trailer, um, you know, longtime high school guy, assistant at Texas for a while, knows the state well. He can recruit well in the state, I believe, but it just it, it's unproven. And that scares me. Um, unproven, unproven and risky are what scare me in the job. And, and, and there's a realistic chance that Texas A&M has to be risky. You know, you have to be, and that could be what happens. And if that's the case, okay, you know, we're going to have to, you know, learn to, to hope that they uh, take a, a half-court shot and make it. And if they do, great. But I've talked about it a ton. I always want to reiterate this. You can't swing and miss on this coaching hire. You can't. If you get the wrong guy, this program is going to really be in a bad place. You have got to hit this higher out of the park. So to me, and like I said, and I've watched the video, I've watched um, different videos on Mike Trailer or um, Jeff Trailer, Mike Elko, excuse me, you know, just videos of, of them talking to their team or talking to the media. And I, I like the two guys. I like the um, – you know, I saw Mike Elko on game day, obviously. I like their style of coaching. I like everything about them. I just think they're risky hires for what Texas a and looking for right now. Does that mean they won't succeed? No, I'm not saying that. If they were to be hired, I think they could, they could be great. They could be. But it's risky, and I just would prefer a more proven guy at the Power 5 level. Um, and then there's a few, there's a few names that are, are you know – Unrisk that are that are risky, unproven, but I would still be willing to take a shot on. So those are the two guys, though. Not excited about Jeff Trailer, Mike Elko. I just 
and and like I said, yo, I, I want all you everydayers that, that are here listening to Locked on Aggies every day as we do this coaching search talk for the next few weeks. Please, please let me know in the comments what you think. Like, if you disagree, if you're pro Jeff Trailer, pro Mike Elko, let me know in the comments. I want this to be a back and forth. Helps me, you know, uh, be better talking about it on the show. So, yeah, let me know on those two guys. I just, I've, you know, I've laid my claim for it. So let me know in the comments what y'all think there. The next name I have in the not excited is Urban Meyer. I don't think he's a serious candidate, but I still wanted to have this conversation. Um, he, you know, I had... Jake Crane of Crane and Company on the show last week to kind of talk about Urban Meyer. He's pro Urban Meyer. And at first, I was kind of I was in on. I was I agreed with him. I was I was with him on it. And I've done more research on it. Um, I watched a video my dad showed me actually on uh DJ Shark, who was wide receiver for the Jaguars during Urban Meyer's time in Jacksonville. And it just sounds like the environment just wasn't like I just don't think I don't know if he'd be the best person to lead Texas in his football program. How would he adjust to the new systems of college football? I think those are all the question marks surrounding why Urban Meyer would be a good or a bad hire for Texas A&M. And I don't think he's interested anyway. I just wanted to you know, say, but I would not be excited about Urban Meyer. Um, I have Deion Sanders on the not excited list. I just, you know, he's got, I just, he's not winning football games in Colorado. And I know that he doesn't have the team that he's going to have in the future. I know he's going to continue to recruit well. I like Deion Sanders. I think he's doing good things for college football. I think he's doing good things for these student-athletes. Um, but I just I don't know if he is going to end up being a good X's and O's, get the job done, win football games head coach. We know he can recruit. We know we can get you pumped up. But can he win football games when it comes to, like, fourth down decisions and this and that and, and, and you know, talent evaluation? That's the stuff that I think he needs to prove, and it would be a risky hire at Texas A&M. And, you know, Dion could go on to be an incredible head football coach in college football, but I just don't think right now is that time. And that, that means I think he's got more to prove that he really can X's and O's coach before, you know, an A&M gives him a shot at it. So um, Dion is a guy that, you know, I, once again, I'm not – I don't get super excited about his name, um, which, once again, right up there with Urban Meyer, I don't think he's a serious candidate for the job. But the name was floating around, so I wanted to have it on here and kind of discuss it a little bit. The next thing I have here, I've seen two different Texas A&M publications to the name John Summerall, the Troy head coach, around. Um, I know he was at Kentucky for a while, not as a head coach, but um, that's just another name to me that – and I know he's got a good football team down at Troy – but that's just another name that I, I can't get excited about John Summerall. I just I've talked about I don't think you pay the buyout that you're paying Jimbo Fisher to not go make a splash higher. And that is why, you know, these coaching searches are so funny how it's like back and forth and, and you're concerned about things and different things happen. But it just it feels like Texas A&M had a plan. Um, and, and what my concern is, did they have a plan of like three guys and they called those three guys and it didn't work out? And now we're kind of going, ooh, you know, we're in trouble. I don't know if that's the case or not, but like I just think names like John Summerhall and Jeff Trailer floating around are not what I would have expected when you paid this huge, massive, massive buyout. I just that's not those are not the names I would have expected. I think they're great football coaches, but I just don't know if they're the right hire for Texas A&M at this point in time. 
So those are the candidates that I am not excited about. But I think, like I said, I think Jeff Trailer and Mike Elko are probably at this current moment where we sit right now. I'm recording this on the 20th at 10 a.m. They'll be going up tomorrow morning. You know, so at time of this recording, I think those two guys are the, are the um, Trailer and Elko are the top two candidates for this job, just based off vibes, based on what I've seen. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if either of them, you know, t- and I know, you know, Elko has asked about the job. And one thing I also want to add this caveat too is college football coaches, when they are asked about, you know, your name floating around, they're not going to now, like, they're not going to say, uh, uh, like, uh, Kalen DeBoer, who we're going to talk about in a minute, you know, it, they're in the, in a playoff hunt right now. Right. If someone asked him, have you, um, has Texas A&M reached out? He's not going to be like, yeah, you know, they've called. I'm really considering it. Coaches aren't going to say that. So I think teams that go like, oh, no, he said he's not going to do it. I, I I put no stock into that. The one stock I do I did put into that was um the way Dan Lanning shut it down. I just feel like he really shut it down. So I, th- I don't think – I think Dan Lanning like, – I trust him when he said it. But I've seen some other coaches get asked about it, and it's like – I'm because they're not going to go out there and say, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm considering it, but we'll see how the season pans out. Like they're not going to do that. So I don't put much stock into that. I know Elko was asked about it, but um, so now we are going to talk about the candidates. I am excited about potentially being the next head coach at Texas A&M. And we will do that coming up right here on locked on Aggies. First, we're going to talk about our wonderful friends over at LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn Jobs is something that I've used in my life. I Obviously, I have an account. Um, I've had friends get jobs on LinkedIn. I love the way that it just connects, you know, people looking for a job and employers looking for employees. It, it's a way to have that connection. If you're an employer looking for some some candidates for a job, you can look and you can look right on the LinkedIn app at people's profile. You can look at look at job experience, look at what have they done, where do they go to school, what do they do, all that. You can look at it. I really love LinkedIn. It's a great tool for people looking for jobs and employers looking to hire people. I love it. LinkedIn Jobs helps helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. So now moving on to the excited category. I'll run through all the names on the list and then, well, no, we won't do it that way. I will go one by one. Um, two of them are names that I talked about on yesterday's episode of Locked on Aggies, and that would be Jed Fish and Lance Leopold. Um, you know, uh, Leopold at Kansas, Fish at Arizona. Um, if I had to pick which one of those two I'd prefer, it would be Jed Fish. But both of these guys, I think that um, that what, what both of these guys have done at their respective programs, they both proved they can take, it, take a, a, a school, you know, a football program, and take it and increasingly make it better. And that's what I like to see. You know, you take a team from one win to four or five wins, five wins to nine wins. That's what, you know, these coaches have, have proven. And then, you know, Leopold comes out and, and makes Kansas America's team. I joked about that yesterday, but it's like truly, I mean, everybody was rooting for Kansas yesterday, I mean, last year. Um, so 
I like those two names. I really do. I, I lean toward I, I'm in a spot right now where I think that Jed Fish is one of my fa- is one of my favorite candidates for this job. And the the reason I say that is because you're not gonna get a Dan Lanning. You know, Dan Lanning would be my number one candidate. I don't think you're gonna get him. So Jed Fish is up there as one of my favorite candidates. Um, I haven't gotten a ton of comments yet on yesterday's show. I got one saying like, um, no, we want Lincoln Riley, um, which we'll, we'll talk about Lincoln. I actually, it's funny. I just wrote his name down um, and we'll talk about him in a minute, but um, Jed Fish and Lance Leopold, I'd be excited about those two guys, but I would be more excited about Jed Fish. The next name I have here is Dabo. This is going to surprise some people. Um, and and I think that 96% of y'all listening are going to disagree with me on this. And I I, I think you could throw in Dabo to unrealistic because I don't think Texas A&M gets him, but I do think he'd be a good hire. I I'm, I did a show about him, and I had a lot of people push back and say, don't think he'd be a good hire, which, once again, I really appreciate everybody's input there. Um, I just I just had this suspicion I think Dabo would be a good hire for Texas A&M. He might not be, but – um, I I, I kind of like the guy. I know that he he needs to he would if if this were to happen he would need to be willing to use the new tools of college football that are that are there for him and he doesn't really hasn't really done it Clemson and he hasn't done it Clemson during the time that Clemson hasn't been what it was in the you know days of Hunter Renfro Deshaun Watson uh, those kind of you know Trevor Lawrence in the days of those kind of guys so um, that's another name there. And then the next two names I have here are Chris Kleiman at K-State and then Jonathan Smith. Those are two names that I hadn't seen. I saw a little bit at first, and then I didn't see much, I didn't see much of, of their names floating around. And then I saw kind of the um, you know, hot board 2.0s come out from all the different Aggies Wire, um, all Aggies, all the different pages. And those two guys were back on there again. Um, you know, once again, I, Jonathan Smith, I, my concern there is, did he just, did he bump into a good quarterback this year? Um, I do, but I mean, I've, I've been impressed with his team. I've been impressed with that team. I've been impressed with Kleinman. I, I think that both of these guys, once again, like I would take both of those guys over right now, a Jeff trailer and Elko, I would. So I just think, I, I think that I think there's momentum in coaching as well. I think those guys are, you know, there's momentum in this stuff. You got a good uh, quarterback over there with K State as well. But I just, I think those two guys, I think every name on this list, I'd be happy if Texas A&M hired those guys. But I, I don't know if I'd call those home run hires, is what I'm saying. Like those are not the names. These are not the names that I expected to be on the list when you pay that buyout to Jimbo Fisher. These were not the names. But you know, and the spot we're in now. These are the names that I'm kind of circling going, okay, I'd be happy with, with these names being Texas A&M's next head football coach. Um, but, no, once again, of those names, I think the one I'm most excited about would probably be Jed Fish. I really do. Um, now we're going to talk about the unrealistic hires, but I think would be home run hires, and these are very unrealistic. But one name that I have seen floating around on multiple Texas A&M publications now is Ryan Day from Ohio State. I don't see that happening. I, not at all. I, I don't, I don't see that happening, but you know, I think that'd be a great hire. I mean, I do. I, I know that during his time at Ohio state, it's kind of been like, no, oh, they're really good, but then they can't get it done late in, in the year. But 
that's a hire that I would be happy with personally. I think he'd be a good coach. I do. I think he'd be a good candidate for Texas A&M. I'd be happy with him. Um, and then I have Kalen DeBoer. And the reason I have I have him in unrealistic and not excited, if he was in excited, he would be my number one name over Jed Fish. But I think the thing here, the reason I'm, I don't think this is going to happen is how they've talked about um, they've talked about wanting to hire somebody now. Kalen DeBoer is, you know, in the middle of, of a race to see what happens. Can you make the playoff? Can't, you know, all that with, with a Heisman candidate in Penix. You're not going to, he's not going to be talking to Texas A&M or, or taking a job and say, yeah, I'm taking a job and I'm going to finish the year at Washington. Not like he's going to be focused on trying to win something special. So I don't, I think he's unrealistic candidate, but he'd be another great hire for Texas A&M. And then I, I have here Lincoln Riley. I haven't seen his name floating around, but I have seen multiple people comment the name Lincoln Riley. I, I, you know, I've done, and then like I said, I just wrote it down. I didn't even have it listed here. I haven't done much research on him to know like would he be, but I don't, I don't know why he would be interested in. You know, he could have come to the SEC if he wanted to, and he went to USC. So I just don't think Lincoln Riley's a guy who would be super interested in this job right now. Maybe he would. And I, I, you know, I take, once again, I'm taking him over uh, Jeff trailer, a Mike Elko, a Jed fish, but I, I just, that one doesn't seem realistic to me. And if, you know, if his name starts to float around more, if his name starts to, to really bounce around, we'll obviously talk more about him, but I just don't think he's a guy that Texas A&M is really going to be going after right now, even though I do think he'd be a great hire for the Aggies. So those are our three categories. Um, let me know in the comments, are there any names that should have been somewhere that weren't there? Are there any names that you think should be in a different category? Let me know, you know, and maybe make your own list in the comments. It'd be great. So everybody, let me know your thoughts on this list I made. I'll run through it one more time, read it out loud so we have it. Um, I have not excited Jeff Trailer, Mike Elko, Urban Meyer, Dion Sanders, John Sumrall, excited Jed Fish, Lance Leopold, Dabo Swinney, uh, Chris Kleiman, and Jonathan Smith. And then unrealistic, I have Ryan Day, Kalen DeVore, and Lincoln Riley. So let me know in the comments where you stand on those names, what categories they should be in. And update me one more time. What do you all think? Who should be Texas A&M's next head football coach? We're going to talk about Texas A&M's current roster, and we're going to kind of run through and, and say, should we be worried about these players leaving, or do we think they're going to stay when Texas A&M makes their next hire? And then we're going to talk about what positions Texas A&M will need to get in the transfer portal this year. We'll talk about all that coming up right here on Locked on Aggies. First, I got to tell you about our friends over at Prize Picks. I love Prize Picks because, you know, the thing I don't like about, about gambling on some of the services where you make fantasy football teams, like you make a daily fantasy team, is there are people who do it for a living and are really good at it. And you might have a good team that puts up a whole bunch of points, and you look and you go, oh, I came in 947th and won $11. Prize picks, it is you versus you. You pick up two to six picks, multiplies your money, over-unders. Simple as that. You look at the stat, and let's say um, this will be coming out Tuesday, so and I'm recording this. So in the future, let's say, you know, I don't know, Mahomes is, is taking on. we got the Kelsey Bowl tonight. Will Mahomes have over 280? Will Kelsey have over 86 receiving yards? Will A.J. Brown have over 89 receiving yards? Over-unders, simple as that. You look at the number and you say, huh, this guy's going to have a good game or a bad game, and you pick over or you pick under. 
They got baseball. They got basketball. They got football. They've got everything you could ever want. It's a ton of fun to use prize picks. I use it personally. It's a really good time. I promise you won't regret it if you go over there and check it out. Go to prizepicks.com slash college and use code college for a first deposit match up to $100. That is prizepicks.com slash college and promo code college for a first deposit match up to $100. So, last conversation of the day. But, I mean, I'm going to literally just roll through the roster real quick. And we're going to talk about are some of, the, are some of these guys going to stay or go. And a lot of the guys that I'm going to be talking about are some of the younger guys that, like, do I think you're going to see them stick around or go. And the first name we got here is Walter Nolan. I, I don't – this is one I, I think that – I just feel like the defensive line is in a position where he might stick around just because of the sack numbers they put up this year. But, you know, and and a caveat here, what's going to put play a big role in this is, you know, who is the coach? Obviously, I can lean toward, I think this player is going to stay. I think they might go. But when it's all said and done, if some of the players don't maybe agree with the coach hire, they might want to move on to somewhere new. So Walter Nolan, I'm going to say I'm split down the middle on him, but I just I think he might stay because of how good the defensive line has been this year. Um, Bryce Anderson, I think I think you could see Bryce Anderson stick around. Then we get to Evan Stewart. I have a feeling you're going to see Evan Stewart leave. I think he's going to move on. Um, he posted something on Twitter a couple days ago that kind of you know was kind of like one of those cryptic, mysterious tweets. And I just I have a he, I just feel like he's too talented of a wide receiver that hasn't had the career many anticipated, and he needs to get himself to the league, he might think somewhere else can do that better. So I think you might see Evan Stewart hit, hit the portal. I hope not, but, uh, you know, you could see that happen. Ruben Owens, I'm hoping that his performance against Abilene Christian and maybe a big game from him against LSU on Saturday could get him to stick around. But he's another name, just some tweets from him, some tweets from his father. I think you could see him move on. Um, so I, I think you could see that happen. Noah Thomas, I think he'll stick around. I, I think that Noah Thomas seems pretty happy, and I think he he loves Texas a and I think you'll see him st- stick around. Both of the Shamars, uh, same thing with Walter Nolan. I'm kind of split down the middle on them. I think you could see them stick around. A guy like Jaden Platt, the, re- the young, young tight end, that's another interesting one. It's like I think that's going to depend on the coaching hire. Then you look at names like Le'Veon Moss. Will Le'Veon Moss stick around? I think so, because I think he could come back. I, I think that whichever, whoever leaves, whether it's Le'Veon Moss or Ruben Owens, I think the other one might stay because they're going to go, huh, I can stay here and be the guy in the backfield. Um, And then, I mean, a few more names. I think that you, you're going to see Marcel Reed stick around because he's young. I think he's going to say, like, oh, I can, I can, this could be my job down the road potentially. And then the, um, now another name, DJ Hicks. I think you could see DJ Hicks potentially move on. I don't know if he's gotten the playing time that he probably anticipated this season. Um, and I think he's too talented to stick around if he's not getting the playing time he deserves. I think you could see him move on. Now, you know, you got to add, add the point there that the defensive line is really good. It's hard for him to get on the field really quick like that, but I think you could see him move on. Connor Wigman, I I think this one I'm not going to give an answer because I think it's all going to depend on the coach. If, if a coach comes in, that gets him excited for the future. I think Wiggs will stick around. 
But if the coach is a high is is a hire that doesn't really get him excited, I think he could go somewhere and be one of the best quarterbacks in college football. You gotta hope he he's doing that for Texas A and M. Um, then some names like a Sam McCall. He's here again because he already transferred. I think you're going to see him stick stick around. Donovan Green, I think will stick around. LT Overton's a guy I could see him maybe moving on. Um, and then yeah, I, I could see a guy. You know, I could see a guy like him making a move. So those are some names, and I I just kind of wanted to have this conversation. You know, I'm not going to run through the whole roster because we just don't have time for it. But I, 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 those are the are the big names I wanted to run through. It was like a DJ Hicks, a Ruben Owens, a Connor Wigman, Evan Stewart. Those are the names that I really wanted to get to. Um, but I, you're going to see, simple as this, when the you know coach turnover happens, when you get your net or when you hire your next coach, some players are going to leave. You just got to hope that you're able to keep some of these talented guys to stick around because you're going to need them if you want to compete next season. And then the last thing I want to talk about, just for a minute or two here, it's, you know, these are both conversations that we are going to have more in depth. I like to just kind of preface them to, you know, let everybody know what the future is going to look like here on the show. But um, what Texas A&M needs in the portal this go round, you're going to need a, um, I think you'll need some corners. I don't think, I know. We've, we've all watched the games this year. You're going to need some corners. I think based off a couple guys leaving for the NFL, I think you might need some linebackers. You know, hopefully, and York is another player. York, I yeah, hopefully he's sticking around because he is really good, really good. He's going to be an NFL player. So hopefully York sticks around. But I think you'll you'll still need a couple guys in the portal there. I think you're going to be good at quarterback. I think you'll be fine at running back unless unless both Le'Veon Moss and um, Ruben Owens leave. Then that's a different story. But I, I think that defensive line, I think you'll end up getting enough guys to stick around to where you'll be fine there. So I think linebacker and corner, you're going to need some guys, or just linebacker and defensive back room in general, you'll need some guys. Tight end room, I think you're going to be fine. I think you could see, you know, you're going to, some of those guys are going to leave, like a Theo might leave, but I, you know, you might get a plant back or a Jake John. Like you're going to have some guys stick around. Jake Johnson, people will stick around there. And then wide receiver, I'm pretty happy with who you got there and who you got coming in there, unless you know some of these players decommit. So I thought, and then offensive line, I think you're going to want to go get some guys because you're going to have some guys leave. You're going to have some guys come in from the high school class, but the offensive line isn't getting it done. You got to go get some proven offensive linemen to protect whoever your quarterback is going to be next year. Hopefully Connor Wigman. So those are some guys I think we could see stay or leave. And then I think that those are the positions you've got to hit hard in the portal when you get your next head coach here and it opens here in the coming weeks um, soon. That is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Aggies. Thank you all so much for tuning in every single day. I want to remind everyone that we will have an episode on Thanksgiving. I will pre-record it. Um, it'll be a crossover with our Locked on LSU host. We will. I will record that with her tomorrow. Um, Caroline, she's great, really good uh, what she does. I'm really excited to talk with her about this LSU-Texas A&M game. So we will have that show coming to you on Thursday. Um, so there will be a show on Thanksgiving breaking down the LSU Texas A&M game. So listen to that when you're driving, flying, wherever. It'll be up on Thursday morning. Thanks for tuning in every single day. I appreciate y'all being here for this coaching search. Ton of fun. We are getting closer and closer to knowing who Texas A&M's next head coach will be. Have a great rest of your day today, and we will see you tomorrow.